So, 2016. It's five years ago now. Brexit was announced. Lindsay Lohan apologised to the town of Kettering to failing to turn on their Christmas lights. And Princess Beatrice cut Ed Sheeran's face open with a sword. Nice. And also, there was a little-known show called... It was 2017. Well, it was 2016. Just spoil my intro. They don't know any different, do they? So, 2000... It's called Face Off. Face Off. Like the film. Uh, It was manufactured by Sci-Fi. Channel. Yes, the Sci-Fi channel. And it ran for 13 seasons. This was season 11. Mm -hmm. Episode 3 of season 11. They had a Monster High themed Special episode. edition. So, what was this show? Not, not like looking at it, it's sort of like Drag Race, but for um, movie prosthetics, makeup Special artists. Special effect like, artists. Special effect Okay. So, SFX, yeah? Yes. So, what were the, some of the other things they worked on? Uh, they did an independent film where they all had to make the same... They all got the same, like, synopsis of a character, but they had to do their interpretation. Um, They've also done a few other things. A number of the contestants on the show have actually worked with people off the show. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the most famous people who came from the show was Frank, who works a lot with the guy from Mythbusters. Okay. Um, not the walrus guy, the other guy. <laughs> the Eggman. Yeah, go on. <laughs> the Eggman. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's one of the most famous ones that's come off the show. So if you're in the know, you recognise people on yeah the, on it. Like you know, you're like, oh, they so and so worked on this and that. Most of them are still special effect artists. Yeah. I'm sure there's one or two of them that no longer do it. Similar to Drag Race, where like. They either give up or they go and get a normal, boring job. Um, So each week you have to make a prosthetic makeup costume. Not always prosthetics. So the series has had 13 seasons. The season that we watched, episode season 11, episode 3, was an all-stars season, um, which they were slightly different than the regular seasons. Mm -hmm. But... um, the regular seasons, the contestant was usually told by Mackenzie Westwood, Westmore, sorry, yeah. who um, what the what the idea of the show episode is going to be, and then they either get paired up or they end up doing it by themselves and they have to do a prosthetic or like a special effect type of look. Sometimes they've done body painting okay. before. Um, but it's a very casual uh, show, basically. A casual show. Casual show. <laughs> so um, the presenter, she's the daughter of a very famous effects Special artist. artist. Uh, Michael Westmore, he is very uh, famous mm-hmm. <laughs> in the special effect world. Yeah. Um, I want to say he worked on The Exorcist, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if that's true. Uh, spelling lies here. But... Um, he is like a very well-known special effect artist. He's also featured in the show several times throughout the time. For the first couple of seasons, he was no—he was not there, but then he was there. <laughs> okay, for the All Stars season. 
Well, not all the start. Like, he came in about season, I want to say, season six or seven. He started doing the mentor thing. Because it used to be... um, So there's usually three judges. Mm-hmm. Um, One of them is a special effect artist himself. I can't remember his name. Fantastic. But he wears jewellery and... Oh, right, yeah. The, that one guy who wears jewellery in the world. <laughs> yeah. Time, yeah. Um, the second one is um, also a special effect artist, a woman named Viv. And then there's a third one who isn't a special effect artist, but he, they usually switch out because in the first couple of seasons it was one person and then it was another person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe in this season it was um, someone who was like a film maker a film producer type of person i'm I'm just completely chilled out by your waffle it's great Mm -hmm. i'm just relaxing so all of this goes to say that we picked out this one episode because of course it was monster high themed yes but in watching the episode what becomes apparent is that it's a stealthy kind of feeling out kind of session towards Doing a live action Monster High film. It gets mentioned several times. Yeah, in the live yeah, yeah. Film. Um, so they were kind of fi- well. I mean, the um, so you mentioned the judges, yeah. Yeah. So in this episode, there were no judges. There was a focus group panel, but they called them super fans. Yeah, <laughs> Monster um, High super fans, which we'll we'll identify when we come to it. Um, but yeah, so they, this episode, do you feel like maybe they were just trying to test the waters a little bit, see how people reacted to it? I think so. I think also they were trying to, like, see how people would interpret the characters in terms of, like, design for the film. Like, if they were to do a live-action film, would they monstify them? Like, how much yeah. would they monstify them type of thing? And you said before that in previous seasons, some of the contestants have gone on yeah. to work on a film as a prize. Yeah. Like if you, you know, you won the season um, and you got that. No, it was like specific episodes. They usually work with like directors and stuff okay. in episodes sometimes. And I believe there was at least one or two episodes where the prize was that they got to work as like an apprentice yeah. on their next film that they were working on, basically, like as a apprentice special effect artist with whoever their special mm-hmm. effect artist member team was. Oh, yeah, because there's got to be, like, a marketing relationship. I mean, like, companies don't just do stuff like this from the goodness of their own hearts. There was a massive prize for this episode, <laughs> which I'm just dying Every episode to... they get uh, prizes for the the episode itself but then there's an overall prize of the mm-hmm. series um every single season they won a hundred thousand dollars as well as a car mm-hmm. and in certain seasons they also got given a lifetime supply of i think it was krylon at first and then it went on to another special effect company uh just basically like special effect companies Makers. who yeah, yeah specialize in that so it's essentially like Drag Race. But this was interesting because, yeah, it was sort of like feeling it out, testing out whether people, I think, would like a live action, how um, 
people would react to it. Especially kind of the fans. I think that was the big part of getting those audience members yeah. in. So we're just gonna start playing the episode. We're just sort of gonna like in the background muted. If you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna um, watch. <laughs> oh no! I know you're all dying to. This is the bit. So we've done like the intro blurb, and we are now outside. Uh, Mattel headquarters in California, right? Yes. All right, so um, with the big Mattel logo burnt into the earth. I don't think it's burnt in, but yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a satanic symbol. So they're just showing clips of the show. And some of the contestants are clearly more excited than others about getting to do this. Yes, some of them clearly are fans themselves because they're super fans then. Some of them are rednecks. Some of them are not. They're just showing you who the contestants' names are and stuff. And also some of the work that gets featured in the season. Yeah, it's just because it's like a what-could-have-been sort of thing. Like, if they had gone ahead and made the live-action film at this time, what it could have been like. But uh, that's what I kind of wanted to mention earlier is that this was also the time of the reboot dolls, wasn't it? Yes. You noticed that a few of the characters are the reboot dolls they're working on as inspiration. Yeah, it's an odd sort of mix of some of the newer ones and like the the reboot ones, but it was part of the overall promotion, I guess, of the reboot series. Yeah, because the reboot had just happened, so now I'm showing you the Mattel bus. <laughs> I do want to ride on the Mattel bus. No seatbelts on the Mattel bus. They're not needed. <laughs> I think it's just to get around the compound, to be honest. So one of the contestants is cosplaying Chloe from Life is Strange. <laughs> She's not. For some reason. It's a bold choice. So that's Sig, who is got this, like, riverboat captain yeah. <laughs> kind of aesthetic, which is unique. Um, and his friend George, who has a lovely mullet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for... How did you say her name? Keelan? I don't know. Keelan. Keelan. She was really excited about getting to do this, and maybe they kind of overthought it. Yeah. I think she made a good impression. She didn't really sort of, like, say anything Well, she isn't, the ordinary. like... She's the vice president of design, but she's not the primary designer on Mattel. Mm. Like, she's just the overall primary designer. So okay. her thing is that she she claims she's the vice president of design for girls' toys. Mm-hmm. So she, like, manages all of the companies like Barbie and Monster High that manufacture toys aimed at young women. Okay. Young uh, women. <laughs> and other people who might like them as well. Yeah. So this is footage from the reboot as well, isn't it? Yeah. It's footage from the reboot web series. Where they're just pretending the old stuff never happened. Mm-hmm. They're very shocked by the prize. <laughs> I was shocked by the prize when I saw what it was. Mm-hmm. They're just like, we don't know anything <laughs> of it. Say what? <laughs> no, because they hadn't announced the, the second half of the prize at this point. They were just announcing the first okay. part of the prize, if you remember. The second part is why you're upset with it. Weird, isn't it? Like, why wouldn't you just do that yourself? 
Mm-hmm. Mattel. Mattel. Yeah, is it just a nice cross-promotion, or is it like... Presumably, because obviously the reboot just happened. Would they have actually... I don't know if they would have actually got the guys to work on the film or not, but... Mm. Possibly. That film, but, uh, like, there is going to be one, isn't there? According to them. That's fast. Couldn't tell those liars. Okay, so now... All right, so... <laughs> so... So they say you're gonna go and choose one of the girls. Yeah, they say you're gonna choose one of the dolls to work to, on. To work on. What do they actually do instead? So they bring them into a room. They don't bring them in. They just burst. They burst the into door. a room where they have all of these dolls set up, and they just grab them. And it's just like a rugby match. Is they just scrum through the door and just batter each other out of the way. It's just a free for all, you know. Which leads to some people getting ones they might not like, I guess. So what are our choices here? We have Laguna Blue, mm-hmm. uh, Claudine Wolf, Abby, Abominable. Mm-hmm. Venus McFly Trap, mm-hmm. um, Draculaura. Mm-hmm. Who else is Skeleta Calabria. Oh, yeah, Skeleta. So they all just come bursting in, like some sort of There wild... is some weird, like, Monster High-themed room, because it has, like, lockers on the door, the walls, and, like, there's a ton of, like, um, TV screens that show pictures and... Footage of Monster High. Is that a TV? Yeah, that in the corner is a TV. Oh, no, I thought you meant, like, that big, giant... No, the the big thing is not a TV. And then they just have a desk where, like, the, um... The dead... The deluxe... uh, The dead... The deluxe... Or the dead lux... um, High school is placed in there, and in front they have the characters... I just can't get over this absolute war coming in. And then they just all grab dolls. They're all just pushing each other, shoving each other. And um, so uh, Keelan, who was the big Monster High fan, is um, left out. Mm-hmm. She has to take whatever's left. Which she? is Cleo. Oh, I forgot Cleo was there. <laughs> I didn't mention Cleo. Yeah, well, that was the, that was the mystery. Emily says that she's so happy with her choice, which was Draculaura. So I feel like Draculaura is an easy one. Yes. It's a gothic vampire. I mean, like... With pink elements, so sweet. It's all just there for you. I mean, like, you think vampire, you've got, like, you know, the... You've got you the hair colour, it's quite easy to achieve, you need big vampire teeth. So they're all working in teams, so Emily and Tyler are the ones with Draculaura. Uh, Sig and George have Laguna, which we haven't got to mm-hmm. yet. Um, we'll go through them when they appear okay, on our yeah. screen. So, so this is the the concept for Dracula, which is a lot more vampire gothicy. Um, well, they're looking at they're looking at like concept art from like they have an iPad and they're drawing on the iPad and they have concept art of Dracula pulled up. What seems to be um, the older concept art. From, like, the Sweet 1600s doll line, essentially. Okay. From what footage we saw. Yeah. Um, and so they start talking about elements that they want to include. Um, they also announced earlier that they were going to introduce two designers who work specifically on Dramonster High to come in and give sure. them advice. So Which in is? here we see Natalie and 
uh, I can't pronounce her last name. Villegas. And um, Rebecca Shipman, also known as Rebecula on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From what I know, they both, from what I can find out, they both still work at Monster High. Okay, cool. So so they're just talking through uh, who, they're basically just giving them advice on their personality of the character. It's nice to see though, isn't it? I mean, like, because five years ago, this is a little bit before woke companies were so prevalent as they are now. Yeah. So it's nice to see that the staff are women and um they're not all white women either yeah do you know what i mean it's just interesting to, to have that it's nice for mattel to show themselves off in this like way without beefing it which I think so they yeah would. it comes to sig and george who are doing laguna blue i think that's like it's a good choice isn't it because now what's that tattoo on his arm it's of a monster that looks like the creature from Black Lagoon. Probably. I'm going to say to you now, mm-hmm. this is a setup. This is a setup. <laughs> this is a setup. This is a setup. Why does the guy dress like a boat captain? <laughs> the sea creature. Just <laughs> oh, blowing your mind right now, huh? Mm. See, this is why you tune into this show. The deep mystery. But yeah, I feel like the sea monster is a nice, easy one to do. You've got the fins, mm. the kissy lips, very important. The kissy lips. So Rebecca comes to talk to them about who Laguna is, and they ask questions. Um, I don't really remember much about the questions they ask, so... <laughs> so that was good. <laughs> they got the idea. Yeah. I think if you're going to do a live-action version of something, though, you, you don't really have to do it one-to-one exactly, do you? Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be, like... It, it needs to be, firstly, like, something your actor can move around in. Mm-hmm. What? You're just snooping in the background. So, Keegalan... Keelan. And Melissa are doing Cleo Denial. And they are both clearly, like, big They're fans. They're huge fans. They mention it several times. Melissa actually cosplays Gulia like, at the end. I think so, In yeah. a low-key kind of way. Yeah. Um, what's that thing you called? You know, you go to Disney, but you're not allowed Disney to... Disney bounding. Yeah, it was like a Disney bounding sort of version, wasn't yeah. it? Like, like, if I had blue hair and I wore a red T-shirt and red jeans and I had glasses, you'd be like... Mm, cos-bounding as mm, Gulia. Um, so they ended up with Cleo. Yes. Who, on the face of it, you think, would be quite an easy shout. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just have the the um, the um fringe. Mm-hmm. You have the Egyptian eyeliner. You know, you have some some uh, bandages and stuff to, to wrap yourself up in. Yes. And maybe they overthought it. Because they were so into Well, I it. think it's what the woman says um, to them. I can't remember who comes in. Keep playing it a second. Okay. Ooh, my tummy's rumbling at this time. <laughs> we're starving. Donate to our Kofi, please. <laughs> so, yeah, they're pointing out the fact that she has these... So, this is the reboot, Cleo. And she has, mm. like, embedded bandages in her skin. It just skin. looks weird. It just looks weird. And they're skin coloured. And then one of the women come in in a moment 
And she and she basically blatantly says that they purposely designed them to make it look like the bandages, like corrupt, not corroded, but like embedded Absorbed into, their skin into their skin. Yeah. To make them more monster-like. And also in the concept art, she's doing that. I don't really want to do the work today. I don't really want to do, do the, the work, work today. today. I don't really want to do the work today. <laughs> kind of pose. So that's important. That is important. I think it was Rebecca. Yeah, it's very nice to meet you. Hi, Cleo. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. Love it, yeah. She says, "Oh, Cleo's one of my favorites." One of my favorites. And then they're like, "Oh, she's your favorite." And also, can I notice there's a banner in the background that says "Welcome Clasp 2016." Nice. See, I was right. Yeah, all the tips. So if you uh, notice where the wrappings are, there's a little bit of gold shimmer. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Do you think that Cleo would have Egyptian like hieroglyphs or anything like that on the wraps? Like we can put yeah, that as a detail. It is a wrapping, but why did add that monster detail so we did embed it into her skin? Okay. Oh, okay. Just like a little bit of humor. Yay! Wow, bless them. You can mute it again now. So is that true though? I mean, I don't think it was purposeful. I think it was cost saving that they like embedded it because they did the same with Claudine didn't they they have like the fur they did it with uh, Frankie as well with her like scars instead of them being painted yeah okay so Logan and Adam they they get the really bad edit of the reality TV show they like they do the 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 worst basically Um, so they they get Abby Yes. And they don't know anything about Monster High very clearly. They keep going on about this thing. They want to give her Simeon. Yeah, aka as Yeti. As Monk features. Yeah, Monk. So why do they want to return her to Monk? Because... She's a Yeti. They even ask her, like, is she more Yeti or a more yeti. girl? But she, And they say she's, like, more Yeti. And then they also ask if she snowboards... Or would it be out of character if she snowboards? And they'd be like, yeah, she would snowboard. Well, whatever, man. Yeah, it doesn't. That, that's not like the the most important bit, is it? Mm-hmm. Um. So this is uh, Nasi. Yes. She's very blunt and very direct and very straight out. Would it be out of character for her to snowboard? Or... No, she loves to snowboard. Yeah. I don't understand why that's a deal breaker. Do you know, like, <laughs> does she No, she doesn't snowboard. How dare you! <laughs> How dare you moving about? I don't understand why they do it to themselves. I, I also mean, don't understand why they get like why they go for Simeon from Yeti. Like they're really insistent on it, and, yes. and like you would think that you just want, um, yeah, like you give her big sideburns or like big tusks or something. Give her like a pronounced jaw. Or, yeah, like an underbite, right? Yeah. Um, that's why I would do it, at least, is go for, like, an orky kind of look. Yeah. To be like, and then just paint her blue. I mean, that's... Well, we'll get to what they eventually easy. do, but yeah. I think that happens with a lot of creative people, is that you make things too difficult for yourself. You know, you, like, you try and do too much in the time you've got allotted to. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of, like, electrified stuff in the background. We saw them taking photos earlier of the electrified dolls. Um, the other people don't get mentioned at this point. At this the, point, the no. It cuts to them back at the workshop. Stock footage of LA. Yeah. 
and then they all take the models' faces, so it's all um, plaster casts of the actual models. Of the actual people who are going to do that. Those banners are nice. They've got huge banners in the thing. So we learned that um, somebody has Claudine. I forget who the contestants (laughs) were now. So this is difficult as well because you don't want it to be too too much, right? Yeah. They get Claudine, which... Claudine is one of those characters that has very defined... Like, werewolves are very common in special effects stuff. There's so, been a lot of them in films. I think a lot of people have had takes on them. But I think the problem that they're getting is that they need to make them A, look young, and B, make them look pretty. Yeah. Kat and Nico are doing Claudine, which, uh, as we said before Boy got interrupted, uh, werewolves have been done so many times that it could be easy to fall back on the cliches of werewolves. Mm-hmm. But... And also, to the, you've got to deal with the fur, haven't you? Yes, which was an issue they come up mm, with. The boots with the fur. So okay. they're only they're only doing the, the latex moulding for the faces. They're not actually making the costumes, is that right? Yeah, they don't make the costumes. So uh, we've got Evan and Ben doing Skeleta. Yes. And you think Skeleta's quite a straightforward one as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um... You see people at Halloween. It's quite a popular Halloween costume now, even in the UK. The Calavera. Yes. Um, so I kind of feel like that one's quite straightforward as well. You can do a lot with shading under your cheekbones, white body stocking, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think they do quite a good job. We've seen a lot of people on Instagram doing great Skeleta, like cosplays and yeah. stuff. So like... What they end up doing is okay, but like to be honest, we've seen better type of thing. I guess it was five years ago. I, f- I feel like this was another thing that happened. Yeah. So they draw around his arm to kind of get where the bones would be, mm-hmm. but like they seem to forget that they're using female, like female people. No, but he's got fine artist's fingers like <laughs> I have. Look at them. I work these to the bone for you. Mm-hmm. Not that you care. So Gage and Rachel are doing Venus McFly trap. So you've got to do some sort of big mouth for Venus, right? Yes. She has like, how to explain? She has like a, a lot of teeth. A more. <laughs> yes. But you need to have one of those big, like, you know, like, like it looks like you've got a really big mouth kind of thing. Yeah, and like all of her teeth like cross over each other. So like... She has, like, really sharp top teeth that hang over her bottom lip, and she has really, yeah. like, thingy, like, sharp teeth that go over her top lip. So, like, they're like a flytrap-type mouth. But apart from that, you just paint your girl green, and you give them a wig, and you're away, aren't you, really? Well, they do so, They do, do a good wig for yeah. Venus, which because she has half of a shaved head, and that's her big thing. The other thing in this episode that I notice is... They seem so focused on accessories. Yeah, let's get into that, actually, because I feel like some of these costumes are let down a little bit because... They the... spend or waste so much time with their, co- with their well, accessories. Well, I mean, yeah, if you've got, if you've got your, your two-person team, one of them is, like, dedicated to making a handbag. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that's nice, but... But well, the other one's dedicated to trying to make a 
monkey face, basically. Yeah, do, do you know what I mean? Like, it seems like the character themselves is more important for, like, the the reveal. Yeah. Or reveal, if mm-hmm. you will. Reveal. So George and Sig doing Laguna, uh, they kind of, like, knew what they were going to do from the get-go, weren't they? Yes. Like, they had the mould for the um, Creature from the Black Lagoon style. And they also seem to be, like, basing it off her Dawn of the Dance look, so they're trying to go for more of a beauty prom-type look rather than a sport-type look, which Laguna typically has. That's good, because the Spice Girls, for example... Mm-hmm. Didn't you always used to feel bad for Mel C because like she's forty five. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like like Mel B had the um, the animal prints and Jerry Halliwell had like the Union Jack dress yeah. and all these like uh, Victoria Beckham had all like the black dresses mm-hmm. and everything. And Mel C she had Adidas trackies. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh god, cropped up. Do you know what I mean? Like sports bras. yeah, even when they went to award ceremonies, they had things. to dress up in there. Yeah. yeah, do you know? So I think that's a good idea. Going for a eleganza mm-hmm. um, is a much better idea. Look at Sig's belly; it's great, isn't it? <laughs> Those banners are nice. Where did they go? Where did they go? What happened to these costumes and things afterwards? Do you think? I don't know. So yeah, for the Abbey the first concept they went for was kind of like a piggy sort of snout. Like yes. A, like it's a very wide sort of... nose, but like... You wanted, you, well, you wanted to have the, 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 the cheekbones, sure. Mm-hmm. Like the kind of wide face cheekbones like that. But yeah, they just seemed a bit lost. Poor guys. They also did a lot of wrinkles on the nose, which come back when Michael comes around, the Michael Westmore. Yeah. They kind of lost their whole first day's work, really. Yeah. I think I think it's a difficult character to, to do live action, sure, because you don't want it to have any sort of, like, weird overtones to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, Especially for people who don't know the characters. Like, yeah. It's kind of... I, I think this challenge is really difficult for these people who have never seen the Monster High characters before, because... They're working specifically off the dolls. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I think you also showed them footage from the show, mm-hmm. they have a lot more angles in the show because of the way that the artists have drawn them and stuff. I guess so. But if someone gives you a doll and says, make a, you know, like a live action. Of make this, a live action doll. Of do it. you know what I mean? Like then, then you take those liberties. Those are like. So Michael Westmore has come in and he's going to talk to specific people. Uh, he's talking to Nico and Nico Kat. and Cat about Claudine. Um, they did the hair well. Yeah. Give her like a big sort of beehive kind of thing. The years that they sculpt are kind of like piggy ears. He's telling them to go big with the ears is what Michael tells them. Go big, you crazy kids. Yes. Now he's talking to Kaylee and Keelan. and this Melissa. He is right, though, because... Like, He's saying got... that the, the face just doesn't work, but they insist that it does. That's basically what's happening. It looks like the weekend. <laughs> it doesn't. Oh, I'm dying. It, it, oh, I don't know what that guy did. Um, so Gage and Rachel, he tries telling them... They try telling him what they're doing, mm-hmm. but they seem to focus a lot on her hair. Mm, yeah. 
What are we doing? This operation is currently I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> Your operations are prohibited. <laughs> so yeah, they seem to be focusing specifically on what they're going to do about Venus, his hair, than anything else. And then he goes to Logan and... Um, I forget his name now. <laughs> I'm bad at remembering names. Okay, keep going, keep going. And they're talking about the nose on the sculpt and he's like, I don't think it works. I think you need to make it smaller. What they're sculpting, it was a good horror mask, the yeah. beginnings of one. They've got this interesting kind of like ice crystals bursting through the skin kind of idea. Yeah. Um, But I think, yeah, what they've interpreted as is make a snow monster. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like make a yeti monster. Yeah. Who happens to be in drag mm-hmm. as a schoolgirl. Yeah, and that was the thing with the um, with the Cleo outfit is that it was getting a very drag vibe. They mentioned that yeah. later, yeah. Okay. So yeah, he's just telling them that he need they need to make the nose smaller, which they do. But it doesn't work very well. He's also saying that the wrinkles on the nose make the character look a lot older, and they're teenage girls. I suppose that's true. Now, boy mentioned this guy's bracelet. Well. <laughs> no, it looks fantastic. It's got like some sort of magnetic like. Clip it's like on. a utility belt, but with spaces for pens. And utility built. wristband, yeah. yeah. And you can punch that. people with it as well. You can't. Punch. You can't think you can. I think you can. So the idea for Draculaura is that they wanted to have a bat wing kind of idea, in which the bat wings grew out of your clavicles. Yeah. I don't know about that, to be honest. I, I'm not sure why you need to do that. Really. I don't understand either. Like, I think their look works uh, in general, but I think the the back clavicle does think. But we'll get when that goes. Yeah, we'll skip the skip again. Holy back clavicles! He's talking about friendly plastic here, which made us laugh. Friendly plastic, which made us laugh. Friendly plastic. I think that, yeah, the emphasis for a lot of the designers was on horror kind of thing. Yeah. Having bones bursting out of your chest. Well, most of the special effect work they do is horror-based, which Sig and George mention later when they're like, I don't know how to do beauty makeup. Oh, they did, though. They did know. <laughs> so, the sculpting of the bandage, taking the burlap sack, that was really clever, I thought. Yes. And digging. And then she turns around and says, aren't you going to put symbols on it? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, so. I forgot. And then she goes back and starts yeah. sculpting symbols into it. That bit of the costume came out really well. Yeah. Although it was disturbingly flesh-coloured, but maybe that was the idea. That was supposed to be the oh, idea. Okay. Well, I'm just done. Because yeah. of the dolls. Forget about it. Because they keep emphasizing trying to like make the doll into a real like thing instead of doing what Sig and George do, which is like reinterpreting how they imagine that mm. character to be. They just seem to be like trying to copy what the doll is exactly. Mm. So that the day's over now, and they all go home. Really angry. In the first. That's such of a seasons, white guy high five, isn't it? 
in the first couple of seasons, they actually showed you where the contestants were staying because they all stayed in one house together. Yeah. But then they just kind of scrapped that in later seasons and they just like, yeah, we're just back at the workshop now. It was in vogue at the time, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like the America's Next Top Model thing. You'd get like conversations happening out in the backyard type of thing between people. So they keep talking about this bag that they want to make. The big bag that busts out of their Bentley. So they spend the whole day doing that. He does, yeah. They're trying to make shiver uh, Abby's bag, uh, Abby's bag, Abby's mammoth into a bag for some reason. Now they're making Laguna's fins, which I have to say, like, for them not knowing what Monster High is, or I presume they didn't, um, to know to do Laguna's fins being a big part of the character mm-hmm. is very important. Like, they did a very good job in not only replicating the doll's type of fins, mm-hmm. yeah. but also, like, the idea of putting the fins in in the first place. Yeah. I think that's that's one of the easier ones to do, though, isn't it? Like, it's almost like the more distinctive bits they've got. You just make those bits and stick them on. Make the bits. They're so, talking about wigs now and making wigs for the first time or trying to make wigs. <laughs> Now they're talking about beauty makeup and then not knowing how to do beauty makeup. Mm-hmm. So they come up with the idea that they're going to do beauty makeup on each other. Because they've got so much free time, I guess. So Sig is trying to do uh, George's makeup. And it's not really turning out that great. <laughs> he also mentions that he looks like a clown hooker. Yeah, so is that a hooker for clowns? I guess so. Or a hooker who is a clown. And then George starts doing it. And I have to say, like, George does a better job. Oh, he knows what's he knows what's up. Sig has a D20 necklace. He does. Looks really uncomfortable. <laughs> it does. See, because I think George is doing it from a perspective of, like, an artist. Because he, like, seems to be going in, like, depthly yeah. with the brush strokes and stuff. So I wonder if Mattel had said to them, can you try and craft these accessories for us? Maybe. That was never mentioned in the episode. Well, you think that if um, they were going to do a live action, you could just have that done separately. You wouldn't have the mm. the SFX people make props. Yeah. So, oh God, not this. <laughs> so... Venus has a. They mention Venus has a pet called Chewy, and they decide. Julian. Julian, and they try to replicate him, and then they show a zoom close up of his face. I I don't. I just don't understand the allocation of time resources. Do you know when they're like, oh my god, we've got to do that? I guess when the molds and things are drying. Yeah, but they have three days to do the whole character. Yeah. Surely these other parts of the character you can focus on in those three days. Film industry is a lot of fannying about, is what I'm saying. It's application day. And all of the moulds have come out, which I presume the production team does behind the scenes because we never learn how they just get the, like, piece out. Because we see, yeah. in some of the episodes, we see them pouring, like, the silicone into the moulds and stuff. And then just leave. But then, yeah, and then leave. And then, like, the silicone pieces are on the desks the next day. 
I think this happens quite often, though, isn't it? I mean, with these shows, the emphasis is on entertainment yeah. rather than being, like, one-to-one realistic. So all of the all of the models come in and they start applying the uh, prosthesis to them. Um, and they're talking about, like, how fine the edges are. Because they want a really fine edge so that it blends naturally with skin. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if they make it too fine, it can break. Yeah, while they're moving around. Yeah. So they're like talking about how fine the the, the pieces are, basically. They're gluing teeth to Draculaura and gluing other parts to Claudine. So this is where they start gluing down uh, Cleo's face. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a little bit because the, we kind of know what's going on here. Yeah, they're just applying and... There's a lot of painting women blue, to be honest. Not my cup of tea. So, yeah, they're applying the bandages and then they talk about the face and how they're not really liking the face and they think maybe if we paint the face, it'll look better. See, I didn't think that when you're having all your prosthetics and stuff done that you could just talk the whole time. I thought you had to, you know, sit quietly. Depends on what you're getting applied, I guess. I noticed a lot of them talked about having the big doll eyes, but none of them really sort of came Did off. Did the doll, doll eyes? No. Yeah, not in a, like, a really noticeable... I guess it shows you how far makeup has come in the last couple of years. Yeah. If you look at um, the way people are doing their wings or their um, highlights and foundation blending, like, it's a lot better than it was a few years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. There's a lot more tutorials online now, though, so than there was five years ago, and so... Is that giant necklace a, a moustache? Is this the moustache era? Yes. When there was just randomly moustaches yeah. on mugs and Everyone doormats. Everyone moustaches, yeah. yeah. So they're applying fur to Claudine, but they're saying that it's not going... So they made what uh, they call a fur transfer, mm-hmm. which is basically where they took adhesive and stuck it on the back of a load of fur. Right. And then they're trying to apply that to the skin, but it's not going very well. And they're not liking the way it's looking. So he comes up with a second idea, which was to take the strands of hair and just glue them to the arms and then style them later. Style them later. And later never comes, does it? Um, but they do curl them a bit later. But I, This is why I think they were, they were too worried about making it look like the doll. Yeah. Because the sculpt from the doll looks garbage anyway, so why do you want it to look garbage? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, At because... least the reboot Claudine. The Cla- first Claudine doesn't have hair anyway. You'd have to do the whole thing. The, what they show is just slapping it on like a big sock. Like a bracelet or a sock, yeah. Yeah, like a, like a horse hair sort of like blanket kind of thing. And it's like, well, you'd have to do the whole body or not, I think. Yeah. It's either one or the other, right? Because doing just around the ankles and just sticking on bits of hair extensions and to your wrist. Yeah, he's talking about how he's going to curl it later. But it's blonde. Yes. And then the time goes down to five minutes and they're talking about the face of Cleo. And they say it looks very drag. It's got a chunk missing out of it as well. Mm-hmm. That's where they do with the sticker gem. If you saw in their sculpt earlier, it's where they were going to stick like a gem. That's I really don't get it. I really don't get it. Like, I think that they overthinking it. Yeah. And um, the doll doesn't look like that either. No. Do you know what I mean? So they're talking about how they, they, they want to take off the face 
But then the time gets cold and they start crying. And they're like, well, we're just going to have to do it in behind the scenes. The so what does, what does the model do? Just get in the car looking like that? Yeah. <laughs> drive, drive through town. This is where they start talking about Laguna's George and Sig start talking about makeup and applying makeup and how they both feel unskilled in it so they're going to tag team it. Mm. Which didn't turn out that badly when most of the time they're like, they're going to tag team it, it does. I think so. Like A standard night out look takes about an hour, doesn't it? Yeah. Never mind painting yourself blue and whatnot. So now they're taking off Cleo's face. <laughs> That's the name of the show, everybody. There it is. Yeah, I feel like the painting on Skeleta could have been a lot more... Um, a lot better. Stronger. There's the famous Venus eyebrows that <sighs> are bad. So, so bad. It's weird how they went for Venus and not Gulia. It's weird why they put Abby in there. I'd, I'd pick Abby over Venus. <laughs> Surely. So all the contestants are coming out and they're surprised because the usual judges aren't there. <laughs> surprised and offended. Um, okay, so let's uh, talk about those for a minute. So this whole show, this whole thing, mm-hmm. has been an elaborate ruse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a focus group for Mattel yeah. to be like, do you like this? Would you like to see a film about it? Yeah. So they have assembled a group of what they call super fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what did you find in your research? So I found that they all, well, most of them have Instagrams. Um Fantastic. Thanks for coming, everybody. Great show. And that they all, most of them post doll photography. So they're all all sort of like um, doll doll and toy community influencers, you might call them. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if they all have blogs or anything, but like a lot of them take professional looking pictures of dolls, I would say. Mm Mm-hmm. At least a few of so them. So what I'm, what I'm saying is that these aren't just eight punters off the street, no. right? So, like... They did seem to put some effort into it. I honestly couldn't find out how they got to do this. Like, I don't know if they were reached out by Monster High themselves or Mattel themselves or whether or not there was some sort of contest that happened... Or, like, well, whether there was, like, an application process on... We did notice, whether this is before or after, but we did notice that all of them are being followed by the official account. As well as several of them being followed by Garrett himself. Yeah, the Sandman as well, so, like... Even though you'd already left Mattel at this point. Well, I don't know. I guess you don't really comb through your... Ooh, that's a good point, isn't it? Adi. Did he left by Yeah, then? he was 2015. Oh, because it's reboot, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't have been there. No. So, missed So him. he must have watched this show and be like, oh, fuck. In oh, horror. Yeah. <laughs> Poor G-Man. Um, <laughs> Poor G. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's just interesting because I'm just wondering what the real story is, you know, because it's like... They're like, oh, yeah, these are some super fans, but they're clearly people that we're linked with. Mattel in some way. Instead of having the regular judges, which is what the the whole thing was about, wasn't it? That like, if you are the, one of these people, we'd love you to contact us and find out how you got on the show. <laughs> Honestly, I would. In a nice way, we'd like to have a nice chat with you. Yeah. Um. Because why wouldn't the regular judges? Yeah. 
judge it because they would be like, you know, here's the doll. Did they do it? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> so, so this is what we're, what we're saying is that like, yeah, essentially we want you to appease the focus group. Yeah. So this... that we can take that knowledge and use it to make our own film. Which Thanks. they mention again this time. Is Thanks they for coming. The concept um, of a film. I don't know. It's not it's not the worst thing a business has ever done, but it is a little bit sort of like okay, so what did they win? What could they win? They say that they could win a bag of goodies from Mattel mm. was featuring it? Monster High. Uh, oh, they, I don't know, I thought it was gonna be like a big bundle, yeah. We'll we'll get into what they are. And after the a show, um, what else did they win? I forget. A social media blast. Oh, yeah, a social media blast. Blast. Blast, quote-unquote. Blast, blast, blast. In addition to immunity from elimination in next week's Spotlight Challenge, tonight's winning team will also receive an incredible prize package from Mattel. An incredible prize package. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. tonight's winning team will receive an amazing array of Monster High products. Mm-hmm. An amazing array of products. In addition, we will be highlighting the winners on all of Monster High's social media channels. They say highlight there, but then they later say blast. So Again, I think that's just reflective of where we were five years ago. Because now, companies are so desperate for any kind of social media interaction. Yeah. They're even disliking a post. Mm-hmm. It's like on Reddit, like they still count the downvotes as interaction. Yeah. So even if you do an advert and it gets massively slated. Can, like in, on Reddit, you can uh, search by most controversial, which tends to be most people commenting mm-hmm. negatively or people downvoting it. So they do count negativity on Reddit in some mm-hmm. manner. So for, for them, Mattel to be like, Oh, well, we'll highlight you, which... Yes. Wow, thanks. And they later call it a blast, but we'll mm. eventually get into what that entails. Blast, blast. All right, so it's time for the reveals. Mm-hmm. Venus flytrap. Venus. Your look was flycrap. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to come up with a bad joke for that. I, well, I tried, I didn't. See, this model herself is quite unique looking. And so I think very, it would have been Very harder. diplomatic way of... So, yeah, she's got a very distinctive facial structure, doesn't it? Which is not... Oh, that's what models have, isn't it? Yeah. Um, from a distance, okay, right, nice. And then we zoom in, we get close up, and the teeth. Yes. What was going on there? They seem to have just put in generic monster teeth, to be honest. So also, what... like, the way that she's react, like acting... Is not a very Venus thing. Venus very... is very like punk rock, and she's been like, "Oh hey." I like it might sound a bit rude, but I don't really understand what they spent their time doing. I know that they spent a lot of time on those neck molds, the vines and the neck, and on the arms and stuff. Yeah, which didn't really like come across that well on camera. And also with the hair, but which basically they sewed two wigs together from the. Yeah, neck but I mean, come on, like three days to sew two wigs together. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those teeth, it's kind of a bit Halloween, the eyebrows just sort of drawn on. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was like, it was okay. I would say that's probably like 
four out of ten. Yeah. I think if you said to me, oh, dress up as Venus, smoke fly trap for Halloween. I wouldn't go with those teeth for a star. <laughs> well, do you know what I mean? Like, you you would go on to um, online, you would order crazy monster teeth. Yeah. You know, then, then you would just put those in, wouldn't you? And you'd have a good time down. I don't know if they made the teeth or not. Because I know some special effect artists. They didn't show teeth, it. They didn't but, show it. Yeah. That I remember. And then they show a zoom in on Chulian. Why do all models have to do that weird dead eye look? Because they do. Um, Part of models. So the the neck vines were a nice idea. They also did it on the hands, if you notice, and stuff. But They gave it a ridiculous nose. She's doing this, I love you, wow, hello. So now it's Sig and George's, which... Which is instantly like... a clear winner. Yes. Because, I mean... Regardless of what you think about the character themselves. Yeah. As a live act. You could see that on um, Buffy. Yeah. For that, you know, Supernatural, something like that. I think that's... With the right light. Bearing in mind the lighting on them is very harsh. Yeah, because it's supposed to be. Studio lights, yeah. But with the right lighting, you could get away with that being a Doctor Who monster of the week kind of thing, couldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Um, they, they went for... My favourite word, eleganza. There's there's a little surfing man in her hair, I've just noticed. (laughs) So that's that's different. Um, The hair is like the big swept wave kind of thing. Yeah. The prosthetic was really good. They spent the most time on it, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw them with a popsicle stick at one point to make the scales on the forehead. Yeah, that was a good idea. And on the neck as well and everything. Yeah. It helps that the model has a quite a strong cheekbones to begin with. Yes. Um, and the fins and everything, they just sort of stick on. That's fine, isn't it? Yeah. They did a good job. Didn't do the arm fins, did they? Or... They did. Oh, okay, there's not on my picture. You can see them. Oh, I see them now. Don't worry, she looks so good. So now it's Claudine. Hmm. Which doesn't look anything like Claudine, in my opinion. It's kind of like Amy Winehouse, Yeah. <laughs> I mean... So the face is okay. Like, the model is very sweaty, but that's probably because of the lights, to be honest. Is that is that sweat or is that sheen just on them? Like, because they've got a lot of glitter in their hair as well. It might be, but it it just makes it look like they're kind of sweaty. Um, I don't understand the disconnect of their hands and their face because they've clearly, like, tried to replicate Claudine's skin tone, but then, like... Mm. The hands are only painted on one side. Yeah, it's it's a bit awkward, isn't it? Um, because you don't want to cover her in fur as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that you have to be really careful about that kind of stuff. Maybe now we're more conscious of those kind of things, mm-hmm. but you have to be very conscious of anything that resembles blackface yes and anything that resembles whitewashing as well i know it's a bit ridiculous i'm talking about a blue woman of five <laughs> seconds ago yeah but do you know what i mean when someone is portrayed a certain way yeah you have to be very careful that the actor or actress that portrays them mm-hmm. matches that um otherwise it's it's all right it's halloween costume level i think yeah the fur on the arms doesn't work. They tried to curl it, but it doesn't really work. Should have just removed it. They just seem to have shoved a load of fur into her boots. Yeah. So now they do Abby, 
And what is that nose? So, Abby Bominal. Now, like, the outfits were good, but you told me the outfits were done by someone else anyway. Yes. So I don't know. They spent a lot of time, well, I'd say a lot of time. They haven't really. They just spray painted what seems to be a Barbie snowboard, so that's interesting. I think it's supposed to be abominable. It's a Barbie bee, Jerry. It looks like a Barbie bee. So we've got these yeah. gigantic winged eyelashes. Yes. That The wig is fine. It looks very sort of like caked. Some of them did design, some of them just styled the wig, but all of them seem to have styled the wig. Yeah. So the styling is probably their choice to do it that way, but it doesn't really work. The nose, which if you remember in earlier, we said Michael told them to make the nose smaller. Yeah, but not smaller than the model's <laughs> actual nose. They've made it a very thin nose. They've also put like a diamond in the nose for some reason. Like a stud. Yeah. Which isn't very Abby, to be honest. Then also her lips are very thin. They just seem to have painted the model's lips, whereas Abby and all the rest of the characters have very large lips. I don't mean to be rude, but something's gone wrong with this. Something's gone wrong with it. No, I mean, look at the texturing and stuff. There's, they, I think they changed their minds last minute as well. Probably. So, yeah. It'd be a no from me, dog. Then they show off the bag that they spent hours making. And it doesn't look too bad, but, like, I just don't understand why you waste all of your time on that thing. Yeah, maybe it was a case of, oh, I don't know what to do, so I'm going to waste time doing this. Mm-hmm. Oh, they had a good time. They had a good time. Then it's Skeleta. There's not really much to say about it, though. Like, they just did generic, like, sugar skull makeup on her. Well, they spent a lot of time on um, the arms and legs, which yes. is interesting because, like, none of the other characters did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, the actual makeup on her face itself... Um, is not their strong suit. No. You can... I, I mean, like, they've tried their best for sure, but I mean, like, with someone who's a makeup artist would have done... Yeah. You know, like, probably a better job, but that probably helped them a little bit on that. I think they kind of played to their... Strength. That, that, the arms and legs look really good. Yes. They did, like, a bone thing. They also did on the neck. Again, you've got to be careful because you've got a um, seemingly white person playing someone who's meant to be Latino, right? Yeah. Um, of Mexican culture. Well, you'd hope so, at least. Yeah. Although it was worth saying that there are people like in Spain who are whiter than I am. Yeah. So it's, maybe it's not as straightforward. Um, with a bit more time, I think, with the, the sugar skull painting... Because, mm-hmm. like we were saying earlier, you've seen that on Instagram. You've seen people doing very intricate, detailed ones. But the outfit and everything was that. The focus group were really impressed with this one. Yeah, I think the face mold itself was pretty good. Like, I think if they painted it correctly, it would have turned out They'd a lot shaded better. it and airbrushed yes. it a bit more, yeah. So then we come to Cleo, which we know had the face drama. Um... And it's, yeah, I mean... It is, that's... You can clearly tell that they had intentions for the face because they've moulded the neck piece to blend with the face piece, but because it's not there, it's very wide now. Um, but at the same time, like I think they made the best decision to remove the face. I guess so. I, I mean, there was yeah, there, there was like 
too much ambition behind it, I think. Mm-hmm. It came out nice. I mean, like, I think that if you were doing a live action, you do need to kind of tone it down a little bit, don't you? Yeah. It's like Descendants. Mm-hmm. You know, the 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 son of um, Hades isn't literally on fire all the time, is he? He's just that guy with blue hair. Hades doesn't have a son. Yeah, he does. Hades himself doesn't have blue hair all the time, no. No, exactly. He does have a son. He doesn't. Who's that guy, then? Who's that guy? Not Hades. Yeah. He's got the... I don't remember Hades having a son. His daughter is Mal, the main character, Mal. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, my point is... Um, I can't remember cut this bit out, probably. Uh-huh. Your point is you don't remember. So, like Descendants, you just need to tone it down a little bit you know not everyone needs to have massive horns and wings and everything like mm-hmm. that they seem to have chosen some of the most normal characters or characters with the most normal features though they threw in a few wild cards but you know, yeah there's no horse butts no horse butts so Draculaura um, dress perfect the it, neck clavicle thing does is not work difficult to mess up but They've tried their best. <laughs> yes. So um, we've hair is really straightforward, right? The hair is really good. The the they've, earrings and they've stuff. tried for um, a uh, Mavis Dracula. Yeah. Sort of like Widow's Peak sort of thing. Yeah. Where she's got her fringe sort of coming to a point. Um, the makeup, like they said, is, is like a pink tone. It's easy to achieve. Um, the problem, I think, for this model is that she's having to hold her mouth open. Because she's got fangs glued to her teeth. But, like, gigantic ones. Yeah. Um, And she can't close her mouth properly, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So, as a result, she's got a bit of, like, a strained look to her face. Yes. Which is not the model's fault. She's an extremely attractive woman. Yes. I also think um, her face is very, like, long, like, oblong. Uh, instead of round, mm-hmm. and so like to me it doesn't automatically scream Draculaura. Yeah, so she's got quite. This is the before. Um, yes. And she's got quite a thin face, the long nose, which is weirdly quite vampire-y. Yeah. Do you mean like that aquiline sort of like? Yes. Um, you could you can imagine doing her contouring to make her face look quite sunken in that yeah. way. But Draculaura, of course, who they introduced as Dracula's daughter, she's not. <laughs> she's the adopted Straight daughter. away, straight away, cancelled. Um, she's got a round baby face, hasn't she? Yes. So I guess that they had to do the best with the model they had. But um, as a result, she ends up looking a lot older. Yeah. And it's a bit awkward when you have... Someone being like, I'm six. Well, I mean, she's 1600 years old, so yeah, that's bad. But she's like, I'm 16. It's like, well, no, you're clearly a, a mature, grown woman. You're a grown woman. I mean, she looks good as a vampire character, yeah, from something else. Hmm. Who was that family in The Sims? They're just called the Goths, aren't they? They aren't vampires, no, but they look like them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. They're strongly. But yeah, they came out. The dress was really nice as well. Was... They basically tell them that the focus group... So usually in the episodes, they don't get to hear what the judges think of their look mm-hmm. until they come back on stage. Yeah. But this time, they're like, we're going to 
let you hear what they have to say about your look by showing you footage of them critiquing your look. Why did they do that? I don't know. And remember, don't f*** it up. So the show gives a lot of time over to what the focus group thinks of each one individually. Yes. Whether that's just for Mattel's own sort of gratification or... Maybe. There does seem to be one person who's in in the lead. Mm-hmm. Of the, the group. Of the group. There's some people who don't speak very much at all. Mm. There's one girl who doesn't speak any at all. She's <laughs> not even going to word in anyways. But yeah, it does seem to be more of like a lead rather than just like a bunch of random people. Yeah. I guess the thing is that if you were doing a film... You wouldn't be watching them just sort of like stood about for ages. Do you know what I mean? You'd have takes. They're like, oh, we like Abby. But then two of them are like, we don't like Abby's nose. You couldn't put that on camera, could you? Then they got Draculaura, which they seem to love. One of them calls her Lala at one Mm -hmm. point. Just has to flex on them a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then they're talking about how they love the clavicle and how there's like wings coming out of the clavicle, which we didn't particularly like. It's a good point, though, is that sometimes you have to get up close for these things to look good. Yeah. And on camera as well. So they did final three, Dracula first. Um, A lot of the compliments were centered around the costume. Yeah. Which these people did not do. Um, the makeup look, I think, is is nice. It's, but like I've said already, it's, it's it's a straightforward one to do, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the representative from Mattel was quite taken away with it as well. Yeah, she was like, "I love the bubblegum gothic aesthetic you've gone mm. for." Although personally, I would have done more with like the eyebrows and the and the mascara kind of thing. I, I would like that a bit heavier. Yeah. A bit more gothy, do you mean? Okay, so Skeleta is finalist number two. Yes. Um, fantastic jorts. Look at them. <laughs> the socks they're watching, they were matching socks. I think that this one impressed the panel a lot because of the prosthetics. Yes. Which some of the other girls didn't really have. So again, the uh, the panel here, they're very businesslike, aren't mm-hmm. they? They're very matter-of-a-fact, sort yeah. of like... Um, and you would think if it was just a casual group of people... Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be so critical. Yeah, or like analytic. And you think maybe if you did just take a bunch of fans off Facebook, um, then they would kind of be the other way, where they would be sort of like they wouldn't be as um, as directed. Yeah. In their feedback, because what I'm hearing is kind of like a performance review. Yeah. For um, you know, job well done kind of yeah. thing. They mainly talk about the prosthetics, how they like the prosthetics. They mention that there's glitter on the skin. Um, the guys themselves say that they wanted to add more colour to the face, which you can kind of see, which was what we were talking about, which was the whole, like, it's not very sugar skull stuff because it's, like, very plain in some ways. Mm. Um, but that was just dotted on at the end, wasn't it? You spend more yes. time on that, surely. So, yeah, the Laguna look was a lot more put together than all the others, I think. Yeah. But I think it's because they had a very clear vision of what they were going to do at the beginning. And the the model them, themselves, like, they were really giving it socks, weren't they? Like, mm-hmm. the posing and, like, the smiling and everything. Like, they were really working hard on that one. She's very, like, famous in, like, face-off communities because she's been in a few seasons. And, okay. Like, she always, like, 
interacts the best with not only the people who make the stuff, but yeah. like with the judges and stuff. Fan she favorite. Like, she like plays around. She seems to enjoy herself essentially. Yeah. So then the big finale. They they kick them off stage. And they, they kick them, them off stage. And then they have a discussion, an in depth discussion about how they feel about the top three characters. Okay, so that was the important bit for me, is that they literally asked them, if you saw this was the character, would this draw you in to see the movie? Yeah. As in, like, this is just a marketing focus group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is just like... And poor Julian had to die for it. Mm-hmm. He had to suffer for it. No. All right, so according to the um, conceit of the show is that the panel have given their verdicts, but the winner is actually chosen by Vice President of Design Natasha. Yeah. Who has been repeatedly asking people, would you go, would this make you go and see the film? Yes. So who did they choose as their winner? Laguna, Sig and George. <laughs> Which I think was pretty straightforward wasn't it? i don't think you could really argue too much about no it. as the most like complete look some of the things the panel was saying didn't make any sense like they kept talking about how they didn't see um i know they didn't see that draculaura was uh, they, like they saw her as party draculaura but like mm-hmm. she was like they imagined her to be on a normal day they couldn't imagine it so yeah, I wonder if that's just for TV editing where they're like, oh, you have to say something against the grain Yeah. kind of thing. So that, that was quite straightforward. Um, the amazing prize bundle. Which uh, Sig did an unboxing, quote-unquote, video, yes. or an unveiling video on his Facebook page that I saw. Assuming they got one each, unless this was to share. Yeah, I don't think which so. Which was um, quite... Uh, Quite generous. So they received a shopping bag. Yes. Which contains. He tries to name all the characters on the bag as well, and they he points to it's an old one, so it has Gulia on it because yeah. Gulia's not in the reboot. And he's like, I don't know who that character is. Why do they have to do her like that though? <laughs> Why do they do her so dirty? So he receives one of Ghoul Fair Edition Elizabeth. Yes. Which at the time. Well, at the time of it coming out, it was around $16. At the time of this show, which is about three years later, um, it was probably worth more 20 25 but mm-hmm. wasn't huge. In deal. box, in box, yeah. mind you. One of Boo York Edition Claudine. Yes, which again was around the same price time, but I think it was four years old more or so than... One of a collector's uh, Nephora vinyl figure-esque pop thing. I don't know much about them, but I know that they they didn't retail for as much as the dolls, I can tell you that. And a pair of Monster High-themed wired earbuds. Yes. Style headphones. They had the skelet on the, like, headphone part. So, total value... Sixty dollars. Yeah, at a push, <laughs> including shipping. Oof, I don't know. Like, good on him for you know, like, 
playing the game. Do you know what he, I mean? Like he, doing... he didn't know anything about well, I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. having fun. But... Yeah, I mean, good on him for being like, oh, you got the bag and thanks and everything instead of just putting it directly in the trash. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bit of a rubbish sort of selection there, guys. And no Laguna doll. Yes, and then the social <laughs> media blast. Hmm. They were like, oh, we're going to blast you on social media. Oh, going to blast you on social media. Well, there was two posts made of Face Off in 2017. Mm-hmm. One was to congratulate the audience or the, the super panel. fans. Yeah, yeah. The second one was just being like, hey, we this, this look won on the show and we like it and these are the creators and that was it. Mm. And you had to click see more to even get any information about the creators because it was like this was the look that went on face off hashtag monster high hashtag face off and then it was see more click see more done by sig and yeah yeah and here here are their accounts yeah so yeah i guess it was i don't know i was expecting a bit more i don't know why i was expecting a bit more but i was um in case you don't want to see the whole season, be, just be, because the thing, Sig does end up winning the whole show. Oh, spoiled it now. <laughs> Ruined the whole thing. So, he does get a lot more than just some monster hide-offs. But not from Mattel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Like it, you, some, Someone might say this is quite a cheap um, mm. outing. For Mattel, do you know what I mean? Like in in terms of having all of this done for them. Yeah. But then we don't know what they paid to the production company or if there was any kind of arrangement there. No. So in summary, uh, don't watch this. Don't watch this. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. Just look at the pictures because you can find the pictures of what they look like online. I think that's the one of the problems that with social media is that it does devalue the sheer amount of time and effort it takes yeah to come up with like an entire fit like that or even a piece of music or any kind of visual art you know, yeah. this is all like meh there you go scroll on to the next thing mm-hmm. but this was a thing that happened it was in 2017 in an obscure corner of the monster high world where we live mm-hmm. and we will see you next time Ding ding. Ding ding. <laughs>